If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. Hey, welcome to another episode of Rock your money, rock your life. And that's what I love to do is help you become financially free so you have the time to do the things you want in your life. But before we get started today, I wanted to remind you that if you truly do want more out of your life, there has to be another way, yes? Because the wanting of more means that the strategy you currently have isn't working. So whether you want it in your business or you need a more supportive environment, you know, wherever you are, you're tired of not living into your gifts and doing the mundane and things that don't excite you, then I know I can help. All you have to do is jump on a call with one of my directors of opportunity at rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call. And we are there to truly help you understand how when you rock your money, you will also rock your life. So what are you waiting for? Go to rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call and let's get started today. Talk about an inspiring story. Lorraine is Dutch, like I am, and she is the award-winning CEO of Formula Botanica, the online organic cosmic formulation and business school. She's trained over 10,000 organic cosmetic formulations and indie beauty entrepreneurs in 170 countries. Whoa! Voted the most influential person in natural beauty for 2020 and awarded the Digital Achiever of the Year Award for the cosmetics industry by Google, Lorraine is on a mission to make formulation as commonplace as cookery, as she believes that anyone can learn to formulate with natural, sustainable ingredients. And what a boon uh, the pandemic has been for her business because so many people now are looking for things that they can do uh, from their own home and she is a delight, really, truly one of these people that wants to make um, people's dreams come true in becoming entrepreneurs. Lorraine's success did not happen overnight, like uh, anybody that's successful knows. Many entrepreneurs often gloss over the hard work involved in building an online business rather than hiding the challenging truths involved in creating an empire. Lorraine wants to tell the stories involved with building a business that's on a fast track to eight figures. She wants to share her mantra of passion and perseverance and get the message out to more female entrepreneurs who have a dream of creating something bigger than themselves. That it's all within their reach and you're gonna hear all about how it can be done, how she did it, and how she is creating so many jobs and how she is building a massive empire and anybody else can do it if they want to follow the path that she created. So let's get to my chat with Lorraine. So welcome to the show, Lorraine. Thank you so much for having me. It's lovely to meet you. I'm so glad to have you here. As we were talking off air, we both discovered that we have Dutch heritage and I've never met a Dutch person I didn't like. And so let's talk a little bit about your past, how you, you know, where you grew up and, and how that's shaped your life. Well, uh, let's go straight all the way back then. I grew up in the Netherlands. I have a Dutch father, English mother, which is why I sound British because I am bilingual. We, I guess we won't break out the Dutch on the podcast. <laughs> I'm guessing the, the listeners might struggle with that. Right. Um, 
But I, I grew up in the Netherlands uh, with entrepreneurial parents, and I think that was where everything started. So they started their own business. Uh, my, my father lost his job when I was about six. And I think at that point he was just unemployed for such a long time in the mid eighties that in the end he said, you know what, I'm gonna do this myself. And so they started their own company together when I was eight years old in the spare bedroom. And so that's what I grew up with. You know, we had a, an Amstrad computer. I would help send faxes. I'm, it's sounding kind of old school, just describing it like that. Um, but I grew up watching them build something out of nothing. And they built it very successfully uh, to the point that they moved out of the spare bedroom, hired, got an office, hired staff, and then actually sold it when I was in my uh, first couple of years of university and retired young. And I think that's been the inspiration for everything I do. Wow, that's really cool. You don't get to hear that story very often where people actually have successfully built a business and then retired early. So how did that shape your perspective on, on life and business? It's interesting because I haven't really fully understood how it shaped me until quite recently, but it gave me a very healthy relationship with money, first of all, because my parents were always a bit like, well, if we need money, we will go and make money. And yeah, I've never been scared of making money or having money for that reason. And I've also never been scared of going out there and getting what I want. So I've always been very um, self-assured. It's part of the Dutch thing as well. We're quite outspoken as a nation. I get that from my father. He's a little bit blunt. Um, so I, when I was in my mid-20s, um, I was working as an environmental consultant. You know, I landed good jobs all around the world, ended up working on the world's largest uh, oil and gas project in the world at that point um, in the Russian Far East. I was out there for three years as a you know young girl in her mid-20s. I was already on a six-figure salary, doing really well because that shaped that story of my parents starting their own business shaped the way I viewed being able to go out there and get whatever I wanted. So on the podcast, Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life, we talk a lot about getting your financial garden in shape and going through the cash flow quadrants that Robert Kiyosaki talks about from being an employee to having your own job, maybe your own business, yeah. and then becoming a better investor. So tell us a little bit about that. What do you, what do, you do now in order to um, you know, take care of your finances? Uh, well, I've, I've been on top of my finances since I was a young girl. I remember actually when I was in one of my first jobs and it was a really tough job, I said to my dad, what am I gonna do? And he said to me, Every time you feel down, just open up your bank account, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of a blunt thing to do, obviously. But he was he was more or less saying, you know, you can get through this and you can move on to something better. But in the meantime, just remember, you know, what you're taking out of this. And I've always um, I've always invested. Again, it's a Dutch thing. We've been very we're very conservative with our money. I think as a nation, we're known for being a little bit tight fisted as well. <laughs> and so I've been saving since I was a, a very small girl because that I was taught to do that. Mm -hmm. you know, I set up pensions when I was, as soon as I started working. So I've always been very frugal, um, but have got to the stage now that obviously have built up um, quite an, an amount of a pot of cash, I suppose, through what I do. And I'm very proud of that. And uh, now support my family. We retired my partner three years ago. Um, my kids, you know, they can now do whatever they want. They can study wherever they want in the world. So yeah, it's it's gone very well. So tell us a little bit about that in detail. You've saved money, but there's there's also this thing that some people get to when they save money, they're afraid of losing it, making a bad investment. So what kind of investments did you work make? Because if you work hard for your money and save, then you want your money to work hard for you. 
Very true. Um, I have been, I've been relatively risk averse with my investments because I've been so busy working that I haven't had a lot of time actually to dedicate to looking at what I'm doing with that. So I tend to invest in things that mean something to me. So I'm an environmental scientist. I'm a chartered environmentalist. I invest in stocks and funds that um, invest in good causes, ones that um, invest in companies that are doing something about their climate footprint that have um, the right environmental ethos. So that's really where I've been going with that. But I have to admit, I haven't quite had the time yet to sit down because I've been amassing this wealth, basically. Uh, so one day when I stop, or maybe I'll hire someone to help me in the meantime, but one day when I stop, I will be spending a lot more time on that. And obviously we've also invested in property. You know, I'm sat in my dream home here. That was a big, big investment for us. Um, but yeah, the future has is still wide open for us in that respect. So I have a word for people like you, don't take any offense to this. You're a rich, poor person because you're sitting, you're sitting on um, an asset that most people rarely get to and you're not deploying it. Does that make sense? Yep, not yet. Although I will say that a lot of my asset is currently tied up in my business. Okay, all right. So you've reinvested in your business. Yes, you could look at it like that, yes. Okay, tell us a little bit about that. So I run an online training academy called Formula Botanica, and we teach people how to start, how to first of all, make their own beauty products. Um, so you can see them on the shelf behind me. I have hundreds of graduate products that have been sent to me from all over the world. And then how to turn those products into a business. And that has been unbelievably successful. It's been a bit of a roller coaster, which is why I'm, I'm sat on this huge asset at the moment, because it's taken me on an incredible trip over the last seven years. Um, so we have over 12,000 students at time of recording in 170 countries worldwide. We teach online courses, we have an online membership, and we basically change people's lives by teaching them how to formulate. Because anyone can formulate, anyone can cook, anyone can make their own clothes, anyone can make their own beauty products as well. And that's what we're seeing. People want to empower themselves with the skills of being able to formulate their own products, their own hair care, their own skincare. And we teach them how to do it. So I started it when, I didn't start it actually, I bought it. And that I suppose is one of my first investments okay. when I was on maternity leave. I was, in, um, I was in a good job. I had a lot of responsibility, but I went back from maternity leave and they totally ghosted me. It was like, I didn't exist anymore. I got stuck in the attic at work and it was a bit like, well, we'll give you some work when we have some. And I'm not the sort of person who sits there and goes, okay, I'll just wait for you to give me some work. I want to get stuff done. You know, I'm a real doer. And I kept saying, give me work, give me work. You know, I've been here for years. I have all this experience. And they were a bit like, well, we don't really have anything because we didn't plan for you to come back. So then I was given the opportunity to buy a really small um, startup company. Like it was a one woman side hustle. It was bringing in um, a very meager income. And I looked at it and I thought, you know what, this could be something that I could really throw myself into. And had my family look at it, my accountants, everyone looked at it and went, yeah, that would be an interesting, fun investment, like a nice hobby project for you, Lorraine. And at that point, the company was turning over like £20,000 a year, which I suppose would be about $25,000, $30,000 a year. So it was doing nice, nice turnover. And it would supplement my, my day job really nicely. Um, but I threw myself into it. Within four months, I'd recouped my investment. I quit my job. 
and started hiring people and you know things just took off and you know now i have 40 staff working for me we sold five million dollars worth of courses last year so yeah, it's just gone in the last few years <laughs> wow 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 so tell me about the type of people that um you're helping because you seemed really excited when you said that you're really transforming people's lives yeah, it is exciting because they come to us and they, they want to learn how to formulate and they want to learn how to make their own beauty products. But more than that, they want to use that to transform their life and start the business they've always dreamed of. And that's the really exciting thing because they come to us with this, this vision of creating something bigger than themselves. And our students, they really connect with the ingredients. So the herbs, the flowers, the roots, the seeds, the petals, and they want to, to create something from that and put it out into the world to create well-being and positivity and wealth with it. So, um, yeah, we've had, as I said, over 12,000 people go through our courses. Many, many of them have started brands off the back of that all over the world. And they range hugely in, in terms of scale and ambition. You know, you have the people who sell at market stalls or who just sell in their local community. And then our most successful graduates have raised over $10 million in investment funding and are now being rolled out in 1800 targets in the US, even though they're here in the UK. So Whoa. amazing to watch the, the huge diversity because we're in 170 countries, as I said. So, you know, we have graduates in India, Nigeria, Nicaragua, everywhere you can think of. And uh, yeah, they're really excited by that. And we give them the practical skills, not only to make a product, but to then turn that into a business and change their life with it. That's so great. That's so great. So how do you, I mean, that means there's thousands and thousands of formulations. Are they, are they, mostly creams or perfumes or what are the people creating? Um, skincare and hair care at the moment is what we teach. We are doing R&D to move into makeup as well. We only use natural ingredients, although there are, there are you know, thousands of them you can choose from. Um, and we teach people how to make things like lotions and serums and cleansers and toners and shampoos and conditioners and styling products. And yeah, I mean, you name it really. And then they don't follow recipes we teach them how to create their own formulations from scratch. So everyone makes something different that allows them to express themselves and allows them to put something of themselves into it. You know, that, that secret ingredient, the love basically. And yeah, it's, it's inspirational to watch what some of our graduates are doing. And then, and then they will market it in any way, shape or form. Do you help them? You help them construct the product. Do you help them market it? Do what, what exactly happens? How long does the person stay on a course with you? Well, we teach nine different courses, so it depends on what they come and do. Some of them stay with us for many years because they just do one after the other. Uh, we teach the formulation skills. We then also have a business course. I like to call it my Indie Beauty MBA because we teach them all about the branding and the marketing and manufacturing and raising finance and retail distribution, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, uh, some people stay with us for, well, they've been with us for six, seven years since the start, really. And we now have a membership site as well, which is um, a CPD site, Continuing Professional Development, where people can learn about the latest innovation in formulation and ingredients and, and business advice as well. So, yeah, some people stay with us for life, I guess. You make it seem so easy as you've grown this business and nine different courses and you help them from soup to nuts, A to Z. How does somebody looking at you go, okay, now 
you know, not only are you able to help them create a product, but you're help, able to help them with the marketing and, and the whole thing. How did you personally, Lorraine, uh, develop the ability to develop the course? Obviously, you know, as a, as a we call you a scientist. Yes, I am a biologist. I have a biology degree and uh, and an environmental scientist as well. But I have a whole team of people working with me now. Um, I hired a chemist pretty much straight away in the early days. I've been working with chemists all the way through because for me, the overriding principle is quality. I want us to be the best in the marketplace. And I work really hard at that, you know, investing in our platforms, investing in our tuition, investing in our community and in my team as well because that's the way that we get more people in and that people come back to us and that we have this reputation that we've developed because we now have over a thousand five-star reviews on Trustpilot. And you know, each of those means something to me because it says that I'm doing the right thing. What do you do in the, in the business now? <laughs> Good question. Uh, I still haven't taken off all the hats. I'd like to take off all the hats at some point, but I'm still running the business on a day-to-day -day basis, although I now have a leadership team um, who are in charge of operations and, and growth. Um, I do a lot of branding work like this, a lot of PR work where I'm out there talking mm -hmm. about what we mm -hmm. do and what we've achieved and what I've achieved as well in that process. Um, and I, yeah, I run the finances still as well. And I get involved with everything pretty much because it's still, still pretty hands-on, but I'm at the moment, I'm shaping the team so that I can transition more from being a, a director to a CEO. And I'm well on that journey now. Mm, lovely. How have you pivoted with COVID? How has that affected you guys? We've grown by 80%. It's been phenomenal. So obviously, I didn't know what to expect. In fact, when COVID hit, the first thing I did was I looked at um, the resources sat in the company. And I'm um, as you as you rightly said earlier, I am quite conservative in how I deal with my cash. Um, so I had a big pot of cash there because I've always treated my business along the lines of if something happened to us tomorrow, how long would I need to run the business for in order to fulfill the obligations to my customers? And some of my customers are with me for three years. So I've always made sure we have what I call a, a war chest. So there are significant reserves sat in the company. So that was the first thing I looked at. And I thought, okay, if we made no sales this year, what would happen? And I thought, well, we could keep going. We could keep going for a whole year without making sales. That's a great position to be in. So I went to my team and I said, we're good. No one's getting laid off. No one's having their hours cut. No one's taking a pay cut we're fine. Don't worry. I'm sure it'll be okay. We'll write this one out. Then I went to my contractors because I have lots of consultancies that work with me as well. And some of them had lost all of their clients overnight. You know, they, they had invested very much in local businesses, you know, the restaurants, the hotels, and they were all just basically cutting their marketing budgets from one day to the next. So they lost everything. So then I said, okay, well, we have all these projects sat here that we haven't been able to work on yet because we've all been so busy you're telling me you've got extra time. Can I have you for more extra time? And they were like, yeah, that'd be great. Because that means we don't have to lay off some of our staff or temporarily furlough them. So I invested quite heavily in those consultancies to start with as well. And then we went into our first launch and, you know, boom, we did a million dollar launch straight away because of course everyone was at home and they all wanted to learn online. So actually the investments I made early on in the pandemic helped us lead to, to greater income later on, but it also sort of 
set everything off on steroids because of course we were investing in all these projects that we'd wanted to do for years, hadn't been able to do and suddenly boof, off we went. So whilst the pandemic has been obviously incredibly hard for so many people and I, I sympathize so much with these small businesses who are struggling with it, we've seen the exact opposite. Amazing, amazing. You make it seem so easy, I love it. What uh, What's a typical day for you? A typical day? I'm not sure there is a typical day, actually. I mean, I'm talking to my team all day long, talking to my leadership team. I'm coming up with new branding materials, new PR materials, making connections with people out there on social media, doing a lot of podcasts like this. I host my own podcast, too. Um, yeah, there isn't really a typical day, but basically I am on screen a lot. I'd say yeah. that's the, the one sort of overriding factor. You're a zoomologist. Yep. Absolutely. You have to be. <laughs> so how can people connect with you, follow you? Um, and if they want to do some of your courses, give us some of the goodies. So my company is called Formula Botanica. We're an online school. We're at formulabotanica.com. You can follow us on pretty much every single social media platform at Formula Botanica. You can also find me at Lorraine Dahlmeyer on Instagram. And I'd love it if you came and gave me a follow over there. I spent years and years building up the Formula Botanica Instagram account. We have like 80,000 followers and totally neglected my own in the process. So <laughs> I'd love it if you came and gave me a follow too. Well, what a delight spending some time with you today, Lorraine. What a great success story. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. And we're going to have all of that stuff in the show notes so that people that want to venture out and maybe start a new business or create their own beautiful product have a chance to do it with none other than the very best on the planet, the Dutch girl, Lorraine. Such a, ple a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to talk to you. All right, we'll see you on the next Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast where we help you find ways that you can become financially free and start a business or just have a better relationship with your money. So thank you for joining us and we'll see you on the next one. So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.